With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on the program, it is the start of the 2021 We Love Movies Month, and we're kicking things off with a real bang. It's Casablanca. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Krista Cabin. <laughs> and we love movies. Hello, all you fine folk out there. Welcome to We Love Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. That's right. We're talking about a big one. It's Casablanca from 1942, mm-hmm. directed by Michael Curtiz. You may know him as the director of The Adventures of Robin Hood, Great movie. Captain Blood, Hell yeah. Great movie. Seahawk, Hell yeah. Good movie. and then one of my all-time faves, Mildred Pierce. Yeah, Ooh, Great yeah. stuff. He dude. did two yeah. C movies, Seahawk and The Sea Wolf. That's that's mm. the the, the show sea of wolf. Master. What's that? A dog falls in the ocean. That's exactly what it <laughs> is. How did you know Bonnie, that? Was that a Bonnie Prince Billy album? The Sea Wolf. Did I mix that up? <laughs> Probably also. Okay, I think it's it, an yes. Edward G. Robinson movie. Very good. Falling in the water. <laughs> Do it, so Bonnie Prince Billy singing. Now, now uh, Matt, could you just play for like an hour? <laughs> Ah, uh, don't play those old Bonnie Prince Billy songs, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> look, we did that's, that's how I fell in love with my wife back at uh, back at the Pitch Park. <laughs> look, we did Super Wolf. We did Super Wolves. Now it's Sea Wolf. Yeah, and the next Kurt, Curtis picture, I'm doing a voice of a dog falls into some water. <laughs> <laughs> Bark, bark. <laughs> uh, bark, uh, bark. Oh, no. Don't play that arcade fire song, Sam. <laughs> My heart can't take it. I told you not to play Reflector anymore. You know why. <laughs> it's really when the band fell apart, honestly. Uh, disagree. Uh, oh, that's a great album. Um, yeah, this is one. Uh, so what is the count now to bring back an old gag? Yes, is yes. this two? This is no, numero dos what? Ooh, of nice. me seeing Casablanca. Oh, right. Okay. Very early days in the show. The show's been running, by the way. Oh yeah, sometime around now, eleven god goddamn years. We're, it's we're, always running. We're into year twelve. Technically, we're into year twelve. Right <sighs> now. Check your watch. We had movies is running. <laughs> <laughs> Better go catch it. Go download it. Oh wait, you already did. Uh, and we but- are full of food as well. Oh, earlier man. earlier on in the show's run, there's a bit where I would say, oh, I saw this silly movie that we're covering, but I've never seen Casablanca. And sure enough, my wife put a stop to that pretty early on. And I finally <laughs> watched it. It was great. But I never went back to it because I don't really go back to a lot of stuff these days. I don't have a ton of time unless it's a, unless it's Clerks, which I watch every year for no reason. <laughs> Do you really watch Clerks every no, year? No, like I, I I actually just rewatched it like a couple of weeks you, uh, ago. And I'm like, what? Because I was just like kind of burnt out. I was like, I just want to watch something. And I was like, 
why am I watching this again? Didn't I watch this last year? It would be great with Bogart, you know? Like, you <laughs> wow, suck 27 dicks. Yeah, on your way to your parking lot, don't suck any dick. I wasn't even supposed to come in today. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what drives me nuts about this movie in a good way, I guess, because sure. he's 37 years old, the character. Ooh, amazing. And he's lived such a rich and vibrant life. And meanwhile, my generation, not even my generation, the one right before, Dante Hicks. <laughs> that is like the highest you could strive for. Noich, noich, smoking blunt, doing weed. <laughs> oh, what do you say oh. there, Silent Bob? Oh, Silent Bob, would you like to making fuck berserker? <laughs> Peter Lorre. Uh. Ah, salsa <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, this is just, uh, so it's only my second uh-huh. time seeing Castle Black. FYI. Yeah, just got it, got it, got put it. that out there. The it is the Christopher Lambert impression, essentially. Yes. Because it's, I mean, but he does sound like that. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's a no, great it's, voice. It's, it's a great kind voice. Of the, it's the same voice. It's the same voice. He looks like that guy. Peter Lorre. Or, yeah. Or, okay. He lo- looked like. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the difference is Peter Lorre never tried to be dashing. Yeah. I, God bless him. <laughs> he knew he looked like a scumbag. I would yeah. say he was probably the most handsome child molester I've ever seen. <laughs> was he a child molester? I was going to say, I didn't check his personal life uh, section on Wikipedia, but I feel like there's a very large paying for it <laughs> no, no. section. Fritz Lang's M. Maybe that'll yeah. be the, uh, maybe we'll do that next year. Oh be... my God, dude. It's just us eerily whistling for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Although I do feel Eric points out this. I, I, I do think Pierre Laurie had to point out no, on screen, I child killer. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand what how I look. No, Stop no, no. Stop no. writing that M on my back in mm. chalk. That was from a You're movie. Ruining all my coats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was like a friend. Uh, here you go, Mr. Lord. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I just I went to the museum. I wanted to check my coat, and someone put an M on it. It's hot in here. I didn't want to be sweating in the museum, and now my coat is ruined. Who yeah, just I- goes around with chalk ready to do such things? It, it's M for murderer, right? Because yeah. it's not. He's like more of a Freddy Krueger. Because yes. it's like we're not showing kids being diddled. It's like I mean that wasn't invented yet. Yeah, we were, right. we were just well, killing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of walking around in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Think. I don't know the implications. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely killing children. Yeah. Sure. Oh, God. God bless him. That fucking balloon going up in the air, man. That's so <laughs> yeah. great. No, that just means they walked away. You see that? No, no, that's it's very innocent. I understand you you misunderstood it. They just walked away, had a good time. Uh, no, she dropped the balloon. She just let it go by accident. <laughs> we are going to the zoo. <laughs> uh, you have reached. Peter Lorre. <laughs> I don't know. I was doing that earlier today, and I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> Believe it or not, Peter isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. It would be at the scream, by the way. Yeah, did, did you hear this, boys, that uh, Peter Lorre got into froff? It's half frisbee, half golf. <laughs> This was supposed to be the summer of Peter. <laughs> I was just staying in his apartment eating a block of cheese. <laughs> What's with those sweatpants? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you know, much like Citizen Kane before it, and It's a Wonderful Life, like, how do you do an episode on some of the most famous films ever produced in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens here. If you are unaware, this is a movie 
really, really hitting home on some World War II criticism while World War II going on. Got to yeah, love right, it. Right, which, which is amazing, it. right? I feel like now, because like if you think about how like the way Hollywood responded back then, very patriotic with the war effort or whatever. Right. Nowadays, you know, I don't really, you know. Because it's just you like make something like Zero Dark yeah. Thirty years after all that yeah. specific right. exactly. incident of torture happened. Well, I, mean, I, I guess, mean, no, I mean, it, 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 what, it got greenlit like within a couple weeks of uh, the Pearl Harbor happening. Yeah. Yeah. It happened like yeah. right after that. But it would be cool nowadays if we got an attack and right after we get like Captain Casablanca <laughs> or like <laughs> Thor like, Dash me- Casablanca. The media in the 40s wouldn't do like meet new dashing white nationalist, you know, George yes. Lincoln Rockwell or whatever, <laughs> or Adolf Hitler, or whoever was hot at the moment. But I mean, they, we did have a spate of that in the early part of the Iraq war. Uh, the early quarter of it. Oh, God, right. Like, like rendition and lions for lambs. For lambs. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. That was um, a Tom Cruise as a senator type yeah, yeah. of thing. Jarhead was yes. kind of that, but not really. I mean, was that was the first storm. storm. That's but that's true. True. But it came out at that time sure. for that reason. Hurt Locker was great, though. That's, I'm going to say, is that the only good, even great movie of that uh, ilk? Of like, like sort of early, like uh, 06, 07. You know what has aged well is Stop Loss. Okay. I thought that movie actually, it, it's, I, went back to it. it's really good which one is that it's joseph gordon levitt channing tatum they're all like the they they uh are on break like oh before deploy <clears throat> redeployment I vaguely uh boys that. don't cry director did it Kim See, Pierce, you know, I, I guess think her name is some okay. of these movies are you know critical of the government i guess sure. and these movies are very gung-ho but i mean you're fighting I mean, world it, war ii it, it's the, different stop loss the whole point is like yeah uh war destroys you yeah uh, it literally like kills your life and makes you not want to live it anymore so like it, that was I think you you were getting less and less movies about we shouldn't be doing this yes, yeah. and more movies of like look what it's doing to our boys. Mm. <laughs> I mean I think this yeah. movie's not so gung ho. I mean it is and it, I mean you can definitely read it as patriotic. It's still not propaganda, but I mean like it doesn't exactly like the Americans don't save the day. You I know mean what it's I mean? also pretty easy That's to true. be like. Nazis are terrible. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, although it's it's well, brave at the time, bravish at the time, you know what I, I mean? mean? Yeah, the bravery is, we won't turn you into the Nazis, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we promise, shit. I mean, I guess it's also like, even the most cynical American can come back to the fold. And yes, that's, that's a good point, yes. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, man, Rick, what a guy. Oh, man. I, I, love how- like, I need, uh, you know, I'm going to go, and this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I'm going to go back and shell war bombs. That's what you should do, folks. <laughs> See, that's the thing, right? It doesn't it's, do that. But those those movies exist. You watch yes. like old Hollywood things where like in the opening credits, it's like, better go buy war bonds. Now the motion picture brought yeah. to you by Jack Warner, like yeah. whatever. This well, is absent of all of that, which is nice. Well, it's all focused on him specifically. He's like a jilted. Lo- I mean, like it's like, uh, you know. I didn't want to get into war again after I got my heart broken World War One. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I want to go back out there, put my heart on the line again. The character of Rick is amazing because he's such like an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just love that all those little nuances, like everyone calls him something different. There's Richard, there's Rick, there's... Well, boss, I boss, guess, but that's mi- more of a yeah. yeah, Mr. Blaine, I guess, in some yeah. some circles. But it's he, I, he's a really interesting character, and again, like I, this one, this time I have my little notebook out. I really watched it. I think that like he, it's a great antihero. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not 
I mean, he's heroic, but well, I mean, he resists the call. He's not sticking out his neck for anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Like Han Solo-esque, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a complex character, which yes. is nice for a leading man. It doesn't happen too often anymore. No. Like, hey, actually, Chewie, we're home. <laughs> <laughs> like you actually have to, the character actually has to change his mind. Like yes. at the, at like that's like very few movies are actually hinging on yeah. that one point. They usually are just like, ah, you, you really don't believe this, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, come on, do the right thing. But that is kind of what's incredible about the end of this movie is this dude turns down a lady friend because he knows that her leaving will help support the French resistance, yes. Yes. the resistance on the whole. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's like, that's fucking great. I, I supremely love that this movie has a bittersweet ending. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's not a like sad ending. It is just a straight up awesome bittersweet ending. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on vacation with my cop friend. We're going to hide out for a little bit. You know? my, my incredibly crooked cop friend who is like oh extorting ladies for sex. We're going to play stamp that down, but it's absolutely in this oh, movie. Oh, it's all over this there. movie. It's Claude Rains just doing that quick tie check in the mirror uh -huh. in that one scene. Yep. I'm going to be needing a literal and figurative wingman here because <laughs> I don't know how to fly. I do love So that's the thing. It's like, I really think it's Peter Lorre's voice because he's no less scummy than fucking Claude Rains' character here. No, but it's just like you could argue he's that better. Guy just, yeah, <laughs> that guy just bugs me because <laughs> <laughs> right, he even said, he starts with you know I he's like you despise me though he's like. Yeah, no arguments here. And it's just like this other dude is like really extorting ladies for sex. What was it? it? Was something like if I if I thought of you, maybe I would despise <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Yeah. It's Ooh, ooh my God, get damn quiet, Rick. You're getting me hard when you talk like that. I read that uh, uh, Lori and uh, you know the the uh, the fat black market guy Ferrari and yes, the pickpocket are supposedly supposed to be coded as Italian. Just to loop in some more access power. Get, get some of the, the fascists in well, there. Yeah. I mean, the dude's name is literally Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was obvious from the, like, there's those two flunkies, the Italian and the French are like, I like Adolf Hitler more. No, you like, you don't yeah, 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 going yeah. back and forth. Like, no, I love him the most. Those guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> they're funny coming off the, when they're picking up uh, uh major Strasser at the airport. Oh yeah. That dude rules. Yeah. Conrad Veet. Totally. I, I have one of his mustache hairs. Yeah, yeah, I have that. What do you have? Oh Nothing. Imagine we could clone that. Well, they kill it every day. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Torture you just it. Hold it in your mouth to feel closer to him. Oh my you know, God. Just to have the DNA in your mouth. I'm not a big fan of hair and mouth. No. Generally, no. No. Foot and mouth. You, you totally Oh, I get that every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the opening. I love a good map. Yes. Oh my Bit God. The business. smoky globe and everything. Oh, yeah. Like yep. we're going to like pretend it's clouds but it's just like they're just smoking cigarettes in the room I imagine. it was just the collective crew all smoking at the same time <laughs> while they were trying to light and film boys could you qu quit it you're fogging up the map nah boss don't you think it looks kind of neat look at it it's like a foggy earth or something all right i said just no cigars in here just cigarettes okay a some, light day. Some dude with one of the, the big Homer Simpson World's Fair <laughs> cigar. Uh, but it's so great because they're, so they're talking about how, you know, the way a lot of folks were escaping uh, the Nazi regime to get to America was this, you know, big circuitous route to get to Lisbon, Portugal. And you would get on a ship and go to, to go to America. So people yeah. escaping Paris specifically yes. is Paris to Marseille, across the sea to Oran across the little desert there to Casablanca. I fucking, 
I think about that every time. If if it, yeah, not just when I'm watching the movie. If just the the name Casablanca yeah. appears somewhere in my head, I just go to Casablanca. <laughs> Solid announcing by whoever this guy was. Casablanca is essentially limbo in this movie. Yes. We are waiting to find yep. out if you're going to move on to heaven, right? AKA Lisbon. When you should have been <laughs> killed in World War II, you appear in Casablanca, <laughs> and it's like, do you get called up to heaven? That is America for some laughable reason. It, but and then and then you you talk to John Locke and you see what he knows about this <laughs> no, whole thing. No, no. Yep. <laughs> it uh, is. I mean, it's a great setting for uh, any piece of drama. Like, they, they just the... And they, they do, you know, obviously, like, there's... The announcing in the beginning is very economical and gets you right into it. But, like, once you see the denizens of this city, like, people trying to sell for diamonds and, like, all these desperate, miserable people. All the things people are doing to get exit papers. Yes, exactly. Right? It's totally it's totally fascinating. Well, it's like you're miserable on vacation, which, you know, everyone can relate to. Like, it's you stay yep. one extra day and you're like, fuck, or your flight gets delayed and you're like shit, I just want to go home. And it's the, it's the perfect, uh, like, waiting, obviously, you know, so we have to stay in a, a single location, mm-hmm. more or less. Perfect for drama, perfect specifically for stage drama, yes. which is what this was, based on a play called Everybody Comes to Rick's. Um, but yeah, I just, I love, I love holding pattern situations yes. like this, and it's like, because that's also very economical. We got, we got the cafe, we got Ferrari's Blue Parrot Other Cafe. Mm-hmm. We got the police station, and that, that's kind of it. The and then, like the marketplace, and yeah, yeah, the marketplace for sure. And, and they that's use about a, it. Yeah, Curtis. I mean, Curtis does use. I mean, he's a great director. He uses all this so well. Like the actual space he gets in these places, like mm. it's not flat. That's the problem with all these movies that are based on plays. Yeah, is that everything feels very flat. Like you don't have any sense of space about yeah. being in the room you're in. He gets around that like beautifully. Yeah, and you know some people have like criticized like the lack of in- interesting camera work and his work in general. But like you look at this movie and like the reveal of Rick is Dude. amazing, and the camera moves yeah. when it moves. Pay the fuck attention. Other yep. you know, other than that, it doesn't. You know, it's like maybe two or three shots. But it, but they're it not. It doesn't feel static to Chris's point. Like it yeah. does feel full and rich. The Bogart reveal is a fucking all timer. Absolutely. Even when you watch it, it's actually better when you watch it multiple times knowing what it is because mm. it's that anticipation of like where's bogey where's bogey where's bogey and it's like the shot of him signing the check this is how i want to start signing checks by the way okay andrew <laughs> <laughs> you see him write it and you see the hand and then it like pulls back and up and there he is in all the his fucking leathery dude. glory follows that cigarette up to the catcher's mitt yeah. fine you win humphrey bogart <laughs> Um, so we are told that there were some German couriers carrying uh, some exit visas and they were mysteriously murdered in the night. It's kind of interesting. Like, you know, the whole like these exit papers signed by General de Gaulle can't be questioned. Can be, you know, it's just like, wait, why? Why do these Germans have it? Or, or, or it's, uh, it's, a, it's a golden ticket. It's exa- like no, exactly. Golden ticket. Exactly. What I'm saying is they should do a prequel film called Rogue Zero. <laughs> <laughs> about stealing these di- no, but, but I guess it makes sense that that Germans would have exit papers that are French signed by de Gaulle that maybe they could give to a spy to use or something. Or it's all just a money thing. I mean, because I think true. I think everything's in this, corrupt in this movie. Peter Laurie is also playing German. 
Yes. Yeah. Am I wrong on that? No, he's, uh, I think I, he's Italian. It's that's what I, I had read that that, yeah, that he's supposed to? to be playing yes. Italian. I that's think Italian. Just, I mean, it doesn't sound particularly German. I I don't know. I think it's just the the swamp of I'm Europe. Just playing <laughs> the creep. Yeah, exactly. Check under your shoes. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to separate Peter Lorre from his history in the German film industry. I mean, I would have loved. I, I you said it now, and I can't stop. Rogan One would have been like, <laughs> like it fucking. It ends with like. Strasser takes out a fucking lightsaber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just starts wasting fools. That's where he was before this. Like, wow, well, why didn't Strasser just waste everybody in the next movie? Why was he more stilted in the... Oh, I don't know. Because I am classy. I am a classy general. <laughs> I read that there is there is a prequel slash sequel novel. You sent this link and I read, S- I read yeah. the like description. Sucks. Dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Well, we get confirmation that Rick is Jewish or something. So clap, clap, clap. <laughs> but, How much uh, money did the author of this give to Trump? <laughs> well, he worked with, uh, funny you mentioned, he yep. worked with Breitbart. So, oh, um, But anyway, the novel's called As Time Goes By and details them trying to kill some Nazi after the events of the movie. And it's just like, I don't fucking give a shit. It's no. sort of like a two timeline thing where you're getting Rick in New York, like before the events oh, of the film and then it. directly afterwards where he and Louis uh, uh, and Sam go to France like they go back to France and they're trying to help Victor Laszlo and Ilsa's like a fucking spy doing so it is horse yeah, she's like a honeypot for some like Nazi general and I'm like why is this why didn't anyone think this was a good idea cool fucking fan fiction idiot exactly. yeah we're like the A team me and Sasha you know we find the documents we get the guns and <laughs> Sam plays the piano oh my just god just does that all the time I Sam great in this movie oh, uh, yeah. Dooley Wilson yep yeah which uh, the funniest fucking thing I read in, in eons was how he got his stage name of Dooley, where he was apparently he got nicknamed that while working in Chicago because then his signature Irish song, he would do an Irish song called Mr. Dooley and he'd wear white face and pretend to be like an Irish drunkard or whatever. What? I love it. It's I, fucking great. I, I can't. I want to see this. Can I <laughs> right? see this? No, you can't. I would love to see that as well. I don't know. I, maybe it exists no, somewhere, you can't. but I don't He's think so. He's been dead for 70 years. <laughs> Look, get Doc Brown on the phone. Yeah. Look, this is more important than fucking McFly. Marty, we got to go back in time. We have to see Dooley Wilson do whiteface. <laughs> I don't know why. This fat guy just wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's going to be disappointed. But the, him playing an Irish guy was so popular that oh, it sure. changed his name. <laughs> Truly. Something. Well, that's the thing is you, you with that, especially with like vaudeville, I guess you ought to be like, oh, that's the guy that does the Irish shit. Get that yeah. dude. Like it's in his name. God. Now I know. That would. I bet it was great, too. I bet it would be. Would Go get fun. me Sam Shillelagh. <laughs> uh, Sam Shillelagh. I do love just like. um this one dude gets shot in the back, and this other guy uh, is just there's vultures all around, vultures everywhere. And just pickpockets those old fucks. Mm-hmm. That dude's awesome. Yeah, no, I love the guy. They're like, "Oh, where's your papers?" And he's like, "Oh, I left them." Oh no, they're right here. And then the guy's like, uh, "Yeah, these are expired." <laughs> and he just tries to make a break for it. He is assassinated. You see, he has papers. He's a member of the French Resistance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that it's awesome because there's like. There's people waiting in Casablanca to escape. And then there's just like fucking rich people who are there on vacation. Like this old couple. And the guy's like, oh, I seem to have left my wallet at the hotel. Wait a minute. 
and then just criminals, the yes. lovely, the lovely, lovely criminals. And I, you know, I'm not always about like it. You know, it was better back then or anything. In this particular situation, it was these fuck like uh, diamond uh, exchanges going oh, yeah. on. All mm-hmm. this like little what, the document. Here's your passport, your secret passport. What do you got now? Here's your jerk off material in this fucking the the cafeteria next to the bodega. Oh, I have all these <laughs> NFTs that I'm using to launder. No. Just you. Oh, Rick, I just need some NFTs so I can pay to get out of the country. <laughs> no, this ape smoking a cigar. Just let, hide it in your piano and then I will be, oh, don't screenshot it. Oh, shit. Well, listen, Major Strausser, no one knows where the ape smoking the piano is, okay? <laughs> Here is your fake fentanyl. Uh, enjoy the hot bar downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, you know, criminal activity maybe a little more interesting. So much then. more interesting. You're right. Now it's just doop doop dop on the computer. <laughs> no one's putting the FaceTime in to get out there in the streets and be shot. Got to no. doop doop dop, see? <laughs> uh, yeah, so yep. the arrival of Major Strasser, he's a big deal Nazi uh, official, and he's yeah. greeted, uh, this, like you mentioned, Eric, played by Conrad Veet. He's met by Captain Louis Renault, the great Claude Rains, the Invisible Man himself. Yeah, King. uh, Who I think is just fucking totally great in this movie. Um, But yeah, everybody comes to Rick's. We get right there. Yeah. Uh, And it is, man, I'll tell you what. I was watching this movie at like nine o'clock this morning. I wanted a fucking glass of champagne and a pack of cigarettes. And I wanted to like play some cards. This movie, the atmosphere that is created inside Rick's Cafe American is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's and, that, and that's direction. Direction isn't just camera mm-hmm. movements. Yes. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not flashy shit. It's actually, if you feel something in the shot, that's direction. That would be nice. Yeah. It's nice that Curtis went to those troubles. <laughs> I mean, the fuck, it, like, the thing with uh, Renault is I'm like, how, when was the last time you remember somebody being so joyfully corrupt? Mm. Like, it's such a perfect pitch. Like Donald not, Trump. Like, no, because like he was always like, oh, they're after me. Oh, they're, they're yeah, going to get true. like he's always. Yeah, he was a bitch about it. About it. Yeah, yeah, he was always that. But no, Renault's just like, yeah, corrupt as hell. Fuck he's you. Smooth, man. You know, and he's like a playboy and stuff. I love it. It makes it hard to hate him. Yes. Yeah. Makes Which it you really should. Hard. Like when you when you when the crimes are laid out, he like murders Peter Lorre yeah, so, for yeah. pretty much no reason. He murders people. He co- coerces women into sex. He he you know he betrays and backs. He's an average French guy. Regularly <laughs> sending friends to the hands of the Nazis. Uh-huh. Like oh, just all, yep. and like that should tell you about what exactly the mood of America was probably right up until Pearl Harbor. Yes, was right. kind of like yeah, that's bad, but eh. and I yeah. mean at this. point, point it's like this is still un- unoccupied france he doesn't have to do shit for the nazis yes right. but he wants he knows the prevailing where the winds yes. you know he knows yeah. where it's gonna go or that's whatever right. that's right yeah i love uh right here at the beginning there's um so ricks has the secret like casino in the back room and it's fucking Humphrey Bogart like refusing this German guy access and he's like but I've gambled all over the world you tell me I can't come to your little piss at bar and gamble and he's like yeah that's right fuck face <laughs> I mean this hidden room it's like a door that has a sign that says gambling inside no it says definitely no gambling <laughs> <in."> <laughs> yeah I mean because that's the thing right you're in a place like Casablanca yes. in the fucking 40s you kind of don't have to hide that stuff. No. You have to hide that stuff. Yes. Uh, and then this is when Peter Laurie shows up and he kind of explains to Rick 
that you know i guess he, he's he knows that something's going to go down he's got a buyer coming in it's you know he's going to he's going to sell the, all these papers and like make well and rick will get a finder's fee he just holds on to him right and this is where you know he's like Oh yeah, exit papers, huh? A couple of couple of crowds got uh, <laughs> offed with some exit papers. I heard about that earlier today. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, scumbag? And he's like, "No, I promise, I do not." The great thing is, he goes, uh, he says, like after the "You despise me, don't you?" He's like, uh, "Oh, you think I'm a parasite or something like that?" And Bogart's like. I don't mind a par- I don't mind a parasite. I mind a cut rate parasite. It's like you are not even good at being a scumbag. That's what he thinks of this guy. I don't know how he murdered those German German soldiers though. Really. Right? He oh, whined see, them to go. death. Yes. <laughs> you put that in the prequel film, right? Yeah. How? Oh, how did Ugate get those papers? Uh, no ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that oh awful. yes, I'll definitely follow you to wherever you want to go. But first, can I mix you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like these were just men, you know. Yeah. These couriers are just mailmen, really. He probably, maybe seduce them or mm-hmm. something. You know, I like that. any number of things. Please let me show you to the bathroom. Opens it up and it's like one of those train cars. He just pushes them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big toilet. Just go in. <laughs> the desert is kind of a big toilet. <laughs> it's like a big like litter box. Yeah, yeah. like a kitty litter thing. Man, taking a shit in the desert, that's got to be something. It's got to be really unsatisfying. Yeah, I've been for a long time. Yeah. Unsatisfying, you say? Just all the dry fucking sand going up your ass. (laughs) I would like to take this moment to welcome new listeners of fans (laughs) of classic cinema. Uh, we meet Sydney Greenstreet as Ferrari. This dude fucking rules. He's also yeah. a, uh, like the big boss man in Maltese Falcon. Mm-hmm. Dude built like a brick shit house. Oh, this absolutely! Guy. It's awesome. And I believe the scene more shit house is- than brick, but yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> is he not? He's directing people here to go over to Cafe American. Is- we meet him at the Blue Parrot, and he's yeah. like, the "You better go over and talk yeah. to Rick. He's mm. the one that's he can help you. You'll find yeah. like what yeah. you need. Everybody yeah. over at comes to Rick's. Yeah, but he does." come to Rick's. So he knows that he's like the uh, the gimbals to Rick's Macy's basically. Big time. He knows what's up. Yeah. That's why he's like thrilled at the end of this movie to, mm. to buy the cafe. Yeah, he's him. powers booth to Ian McShane. It's, 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 it's <laughs> a classic situation. Um, I mean, it is such a snappy screenplay. Oh, it's yeah. one of my favorite screenplays of all time. The writing is just outrageous. And like, if if memory serves it was a real like we're like rewriting shit on the fly yes figuring stuff out uh and the fact that like <clears throat> it's pulled off this awesomely is pretty impressive well, well that's you know it's i think it's an amazing piece of writing and it, it, it would be great if more people were aware of how like it was being updated all the fucking time right because what do you always hear that this is the best screenplay that's ever been written and every screenplay should be this screenplay yes. what's uh the robert mckee guy he's like this is the one this well, is the one casablanca yeah yeah oh really huh uh, and uh, I, by I'm the just, Epstein brothers, <laughs> yes. Well, no, I don't mean to be like that, say. Chris. Everyone it's goes to Epstein's. Family. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one of them no. went on to write Cross of Iron. I, I saw on the old IMDb, really? which was interesting turn. Yeah, I was going. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's an error. Nah, no, I like Cross of Iron. Cross of Iron <laughs> yeah. rules. Which one's that? Sam Fuller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the um, uh, Lee Marvin. With uh, no, it's um, what's his uh, fucking Col- name? Uh, Co- yeah, Coburn. Coburn. Yeah, Coburn. Yeah, good movie. Um, so Renault comes in and he's like, Hey Rick, just going to let you know, man, there's going to be a embarrassing public arrest happening 
right in your cafe. We're going to make a big fucking deal about it. Please, oh, please tell me it's that creepy nerd. Please, <laughs> oh, God, is today you're gonna the day you're going to kill that creepy nerd in my club? Peck and Paw, not Fuller. Oh, That's the Sams, oh, the two Sams. You know them, folks. I've uh, I've been really itching to get this nerd out of my club for some time now. See, he's uh, creeping out a lot of the ladies and the men. Everybody, honestly, he sits down on, at the bar. Two people stand up. That's how it goes. It's it's not even the voice, really. It's the eyes. It's the eye. People are just complaining about eyes. One time, a dog wandered in here. A stray dog out of the out from the marketplace came into Rick's. Took one look at Ugate, threw up on my floor, and left. And I called him the Sea Wolf. <laughs> Even animals find this man repugnant. You see, yeah, you see how you're calling the Sea Wolf. I'm creating yeah. what I'm calling the Curtis Universe. Because because oh, when you see him, you're woofed. <laughs> the CCU, dude, the Curtis Cinematic. We're, universe. we're gonna have Doctor X in here too. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, but yeah, so he lets him know that that's gonna go down. And he's fine with it, but uh, very pointedly, Rick puts the uh, the the papers inside Sam's piano. That's right, keeping him there. Meanwhile, uh, Renault's also like, by the way, there's this motherfucker, Victor Laszlo, coming to town. Yes. Bogart's ears kind of pick up right here, like, oh, Laszlo, eh? Oh, like, celebrity. Very famous resistance fighter, mm. spent a year in a concentration camp, broke out, thought dead. Not dead, yes. coming to Casablanca, and they're planning. Strasser wants to intercept this mother. It's a weird, like, they want to intercept him. They can't legally do Question anything mark. to this guy. Yeah. So it's a real, like, yep, we flew all the way here from France, and we're going to murder this man. Which but is like, just murder him then. And also, Mr. Laszlo, hi, my name is literally anything else than Victor Laszlo. <laughs> They're going to dinner <laughs> yes. in the same place with, oh yeah, uh, could I have a table away from the Nazi high command, please? Thank you. <laughs> That is an awesome moment. Yeah. Uh, what, what's my name? My name is uh, uh, Ralph uh, Dinner Shirt. That's my name. <laughs> Hello, I'm Victor Lasbot. Lasbot. Uh, it's Lasbot. a Bulgarian. <laughs> no relation to the famous uh, freedom fighter. No. Oh my God, is that a Victor Laszlo? Why, yes, it is. Hi, it's me, Victor Laszlo. <laughs> see, and the Nazis want me dead, you see, and I'm just sitting here letting everyone know it's me, Victor Laszlo. And everybody thinks it's because he's a freedom fighter and he got out of the concentration camps. I know that. Uh, uh, uh. The reason they're after him is because he's too fucking hot. Mm, this motherfucker yep. smokes mm. everybody off the screen, including Bogart. I'll be yes. honest. Oh, yeah. I think he's a much more attractive. <laughs> well, Paul, yeah. Paul on Reed, man. Woo. I believe that's the name. Uh, Solid mm -hmm. 1940s smoke show. Got hey, uh, hey, Laszlo, how'd you get that scar? Eating pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say that, oh. but I was going to say pineapple. <laughs> That's the uh, TV edit on the yes, scar uh, face. Uh, turn too quick into a thigh, you see. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting uh -huh. that we don't say Jew or Jewish in this movie, right? We don't. Not a no. single time. No. Yes. It's, we say concentration camp a lot and mm -hmm. the threat of concentration well, camp well, it's interesting is a lot. Laszlo was producing like anti-German leaflets or whatever yeah. in Prague and running newspapers and concentration camps, obviously yes, Jewish, but also, yes, every, yeah. every, you know, yeah. also like people who are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Keep it in mind. I mean, Pearl Harbor, just we're just getting our feet wet. We're just yeah, seeing, we don't, we don't, seeing how things are going. Mm, yeah. We don't want to be, you know, I mean, it's there. I mean, apparently, like a lot of the obviously, a lot of the people in the movie were were Jewish and were very like you know. Yeah, not, remember when they run up when they round up all the usual suspects? That also includes liberals. Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, I love they so 
Louis Renault and Rick make this fucking great bet where Bogart's like, all right, how about this? If uh, Laszlo gets out of here alive, you owe me 20,000 francs. If he dies in Casablanca, I'll give you 20,000 francs. And it's a great line. He goes, uh, 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 Louis goes, make it 10. I'm only a poor corrupt official, <laughs> which I just love. We learn a little bit about Ray. It's one of those things where like, it's a little kind of didactic, but whatever. It's people like reminding Rick of his own life. And oh, they're yes. just like, oh, yeah, Rick Blaine, 1935. You were running guns to Ethiopia, 1936, fighting uh, in Spain alongside the loyalists there. You uh, love an underdog. Oh, Stephen Sadak, uh, 2011, you were a fat guy doing a podcast. 2017, you're also a fat guy doing a podcast. <laughs> Look at it all. Um, oh, 2022, yeah. oh, you're a fat guy doing a podcast. Fat guy doing a podcast in New York City. Fat guy doing a podcast in Jersey City. <laughs> Fascinating. What a dossier. Such a globetrotter. 2019, fat guy doing a podcast while running guns in Ethiopia. <laughs> hey, got to wet your beak. Maybe we should start getting into something a little more cutthroat, a little mm -hmm. more adventurous. I like that. Our lives have been just stagnant at port for so long. You're right. We should become warmongers. Yeah, we should. I mean, because like it's it was bone chilling to see that his character. Rick is supposed to be 37 years Ooh. old. Yeah. And but he's and he's already a wealthy owner of a saloon. I, I only dream of such a thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. That's, I left America because I, I had to get away from my student loans, you see. <laughs> yeah. Fannie Mae was strangling me to death. <laughs> then I moved to Morocco. I could open a club. I mean, back then, you know, it was an actual lady named Fannie Mae, and she came out with guns <laughs> and knives, and she was going to come and get you. I do love that we never know why he fled, yes. and it's more of the enigma there. I mean, presumably, that's he got money from his exit or whatever. I think there was right. a line that Renault has about, like, oh, did you steal from the church or something? I, yeah, I like Renault. He just basically gives him all these, like, we, we have these theories. It's either you stole from the church, you did this, or you killed a man. I prefer killed a man because that's more romantic or whatever. Yeah. It's also the easiest thing to do. <laughs> you know how easy it is to take a life, Renault? Want to find out? Dude, back then you could kill Anyone you wanted. <laughs> DNA, not a thing. You're fucking coming blood all over the room. No one gives a shit. So we'll just mop it up. You, uh -huh. kill, you kill a guy, go down the block and not shave for two days. You've gotten away exactly. with that crime. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. A, we need to go back, folks. So, you know, the cops oh, come no, in. But, yeah, I tried that. But then some asshole wrote M on the back of my jacket. <laughs> Everywhere I go, some asshole with chalk writing M on the back of my jacket. Who is giving away all this chalk? <laughs> Who? And I would have got away with it, too. Were it not for that fucking chalk. Uh, yeah, chalk that up to bad luck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the cops come in. They're like, all right, Peter Laurie, it's time to get arrested. And he does this great move of like, let me just cash out my gambling winnings. <laughs> and then he like, well, I love this. He walks to the door and like runs out and closes it behind them. Yes. And then like kind of holds it for a second. And you can tell he's like kind of thinking like, oh, where's this going to go? And it's like, eh, fuck it. And runs like two feet. The door opens and he starts firing wildly back yeah. into the club. Meanwhile, Bogart not blinking at all. Yes. Uh, they take him into custody immediately. I love Reek. Reek, help me, Reek. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna miss that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. No, I'm so sad. I'm so sad that he's gone. Well, I mean, he does. I think one of his first uh, utterances of "I don't stick my neck out for nobody." Yep. Which is a great uh, kind of running theme that he has, especially so when like, they sound like a castrated mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strasser at one point asks Rick what his nationality. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna start doing this, dude. He's like. I'm a drunkard. <laughs> Renault's like, well, that means Rick's a citizen of the world. <laughs> Stoner from the old country. <laughs> Rick, don't embarrass me in front of the Nazis. Jeez. My friend here has had a few, a few to drink. I apologize. Nazi overlord. My, my, my apologies. Have you, I'm sorry. Have you touched the Fuhrer? Could you tell me what it's like? Oh man! So, Great scene. Um, oh yeah! In the uh, prequel novel, they give him like a super Jewish real name or whatever. So the, if you want to read into it, there's that. There is. I don't. Yeah, I choose. I mean, not he can to. be Jewish. It's fine. You could be I, Jewish and named Rick or Richard. Exactly. As well. yeah. There's yeah. plenty of Rick Lowensteins yeah, out there, yeah. or Rick Blaine. Like you know, yeah. the, the Ellis Island chop jobs. Yep, those totally. things happen. Yeah. Used to be Blaine Kowski, you see. <laughs> Or it's a stage name, you know, because exactly. like you made fun of an Irishman called Rick for so long <laughs> that people just started calling you it. I can't get over that. I love that. And oh, my God. By the way, that we, we skipped over. It doesn't really matter. Ferrari came in and tried to like poach Sam to his club. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Now, yeah. now Fat Ferrari, he is supposed to be uh, the guy that Wiggum is talking to in that episode, right? Oh, I wish I wasn't so fat. Oh, is he so, uh, like kind of like a big daddy thing? I mean, Maybe he does a little a, bit. The, the, the outfit is yes. very big daddy-ish. Well, yeah. big daddy was the guy running away with the beard, and he took the kid. What, but, the, yes. but the guy you're talking about is the Hawaiian shirt guy Hawaiian, with the yeah, fanning the himself. Guy yeah, I, mean, I forget. I think it's the same episode, but it's different it's, guy. Yes. Oh, no, it's a different episode, different guy, but it's, it's, oh, okay. it's fine. <laughs> hey, uh, Simpsons, there's, well, check there's, it out. There's big daddy... And then there's also the other guy with it's too the, hot, today. too hot today. Yeah, yes. that's, oh, that's I, really I, shouldn't, I certainly shouldn't have said it was illegal. That's the crusty uh, fakes his death episode. You're talking about the Wiggum. big spinoff, spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lot, of, lot of wish I want so fat. Uh, just to plug here, one of my favorite mystery science theater episodes, Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. Oh, great one! Makes much hay. It's it's a horrible movie wherein. Raul Julia basically matrixes himself into a Casablanca esque area. It's it's an insane movie. Hmm. This I feel is like it's, worth it's a really big MST3K and it's a real MST3K blind spot. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, but it's I mean there is this guy doing like he's like everybody kind of fits archetypes. Uh, uh, Raul Julia is kind of bogey. Uh, and some this huge guy is oh Ferrari, gosh, yes. and they make a lot of hay about how big this dude is. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> just an FYI. Well, yeah, I don't think uh, outward fat jokes were quite as uh, popular at the time. Yes. Like, if a fat guy falls down, oh, we're laughing. Yeah, but we're, yeah, yeah. Humphrey Bogart just being, ah, you really fit around the house, don't you? <laughs> Get out of the way, Ferrari, you fat fuck. He calls him a fat hypocrite at one point. I really like that. I bet you have your own zip code over here, don't you, Ferrari? <laughs> uh, in Ferrari, it's still supposed to be sports cars, small, fast. <laughs> hey, uh, Ferrari, what's your belt size, Equator? <laughs> yes, it seems that uh, this had a pass by one Abraham Farley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in walk Paul Reed and uh, Ingrid Bergman, Victor Laszlo, and Ilsa Lund. 
Um, they're looking for Ugate, and this other like resistance fighter dude comes up to him. I love this shit where he's like, "Hey man, you want to buy this <laughs> ring off me, man? I'm gonna get out of here!" And like approaches the table and is like, "Take a closer look," and opens it up. Dude, fucking sign of the resistance. Uh-huh. Let's let's mm-hmm. get busy. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the first time I saw this, I'm like, "This must be the worst part of being a, a, a freedom fighter of any kind." Is any person who's like trying to like. Uh, like sell guns or anything is coming up to you. Yo, you want some help? When the guns, yeah. passports, or the- no, 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 I'm fine, really. I'm all taken <laughs> care of. I'm not doing resistance stuff right now. Now I'm just trying to t- treat my lady to a nice drink. Wait, wait, do you see these birth certificates? No, I don't I- need any right now. How about death certificates? We're trying to get a steak before dinner. I am starving. Steak before dinner? I, I just it up. Fine. <laughs> for dinner. For dinner. Okay, for dinner. Well, the Ferrari started getting a steak before dinner. I'll have the steak appetizer. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I do. Yeah, this is what real resistance looks like. I mean, no, I, I'm sorry. Real resistance is, you know, uh, putting it in your mm-hmm. Twitter bio. Oh, a little and, hashtag yeah, that says resist. And, 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 and then yeah. somebody wet their diaper this morning. That's really, <laughs> that's, 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 that's going to bring down all the fascists. It's getting it done, dude. It, it is, is get, getting, it's getting it, done. it done. Yeah. One fucking neo-Nazi mm-hmm. at a time. Turned out it, it made them even stronger. Who what, what, guessed? what are you going to do? <laughs> um, but so they spot each other. He comes over and she's like, hey, you know, where's Rick? And he's like, I don't know. Haven't seen him all night. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of loaded horse shit. So she's like, hey, why don't you play some of the old songs? And he starts like doodling on something. And she's like, no, no, you know, the one, the one that like, I guess they must have just had him playing on repeat that whole time they were fucking in Paris. I'm going to go uh, ball this broad's brains out in the next room. Why do you play as time goes by like five times? Make it six times. Yeah, I'm feeling all right tonight. Six times. Six times. I won't go twice. I can, I can have I can have one song play through per whiskey I've had to drink this afternoon. Seven times. So, but remember, when I'm trying to get her to go, you start playing the Chattanooga choo-choo because she's out of here. Because, I mean, you know, kids today, you know, this isn't Netflix and chill. This is get a, a man in front of you to play the piano and chill. Don't mind me, Mr. Rick. I'm not watching. <laughs> was that do, the do, 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 whole do, do, relationship do. in Paris? Like, it seems, I mean, like they, they were having drinks. But you play pi- piano and I drill her. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, all the scenes, he's playing piano and he's like, ha, 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 There's that moment where, where Strasser talks to, to Rick and everyone's at the table and they go through like his dossier and they mention that like they also know what he was up to in Paris. They leave it vague. Yeah. But uh, are they talking about drilling the lady while a guy plays piano? <laughs> I think that's probably for the, the resistance. <laughs> for the resistance. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if we have to, we have to. Make it a vow. Vive la France. But presumably he was doing something more than just Having drilling sex. and play, you know, yeah. listening to piano nah. music. Now, nah, Sham, make this about I'm about to do some mouth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That I can do all night long, <laughs> even with some chewing tobacco Yo, stuck must in my Remember, oh, oh, uh, Rick, you want me to keep playing when uh, she goes to sleep and you're jerking off in the bathroom, or what? <laughs> that, what's what's what what exactly? When does this end exactly? Hard to tell who's the biggest pianist, Rick or uh, <laughs> Sam. There, you know the thing is, I love that it's not particularly spelled out for you just yeah. what he was up to, which is great. That's what I yes. love about it. Is yep. it's all. And, you know, your Han Solo mentioned, yes. I, there might be a lot here, right? Like, this is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yes. Watch your wallet. Mm-hmm. Banging music in the cantina here. Totally. 
And he's he's a, a complicated anti-hero that you don't know all about yet. Yes, and the, the whole I don't want to stick my neck out for anybody is very much Han Solo's kind of MO. Yeah. Absolutely. Until he changes. Right. Gun marathoning, not even gun running, <laughs> just constantly throwing guns at anybody who wants them. And he brings his friend of another race who everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, uh, this is one of the big, like, Hollywood misquote misconception oh, things yes. is because she never says play it again, Sam, yeah. right? It's play it once, Sam, play it, Sam, play as time goes by. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of great. It's yes. just, it's, if you could play it for her, you could play it for me. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. But it's kind of funny because this is like, this smokes him out of his little foxhole and he comes out like, God damn it. I thought I told you to, ah, fuck. I got tricked. <laughs> there she is. Oh, I should have seen this coming. Oh, no. Woody Allen misquoted something. <laughs> that's-, that's the worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> One, I don't think Woody wrote that movie. And two, I'm pretty sure that was a misconception before that film existed. No, I'm going with my version. <laughs> that's, also, like that's also, I think, based on a play. Yeah, I think it is. Um, so they call it a night. It's like everybody get the fuck out. And there, I have, will say, oh, uh, yeah, just just because it's important to me. There's one moment where Renault, I believe he's talking to uh, the the head Nazi there, and he's just like Strasser. Hey, Strasser's like, you know, oh man, the, all the women in uh, Casablanca are in love with Rick. You know, if I were a woman, I imagined I would be in love with Rick. Yeah. Could you imagine if two men could physically have sex? I mean, physically. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's possible. Am <laughs> I supposed to be responding to this? <laughs> or is just should, uh... Dude, that would be great if it was like Strasser internal monologue. And like, <laughs> what is he trying to say to me? <laughs> is he? Oh, my God. He's coming on to me. What Not to self-open a new dossier on Renault. <laughs> <laughs> Move the fun, move funds away from Laszlo to Renault. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Renault's got a real Willem Dafoe in uh, autofocus kind Louis of vibe. Louis Renault will sit oh, yeah. next to his good buddy yeah. and jerk off. Sex exactly. Criminal. Mm-hmm. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> Take it off. I thought so, you were just going to be working the tripod there. <laughs> oh, now you beat me to death with, a, with, a, with a, my own sex equipment. <laughs> sex equipment. It's sex equipment. Oh man, autofocus. I need. I'm due for That's a rewatch. That's the WLM dude. dude. Oh, oh yeah, yes, that movie fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. rules. Um, so yeah, yeah, we cut to that night. The cafe's closed down. He's doing a real deal. We're going to be drinking this bottle mm-hmm. of whiskey all night long. Mm, God damn! And then Sam <laughs> comes in. It's like, hey, don't think about her. Let's go. Let's go driving and drinking. <laughs> yes. And then when we sober up, we'll go fishing in the morning. Yeah, we'll go fishing. We'll get drunk. And I'm like, dude, I love yes, it, dude. drunk fishing? Absolutely. And you're hanging out with Sam. He's got great yes. stories. Uh, you know, Rick, I know that workers' rights in general don't really exist now, but 3 a.m. to be cleaning up this place is a little <laughs> bit much to be asking the janitors. <laughs> <laughs> Man, since we were just on tour, folks at home, we were in Tennessee. And Andrew, I think you summed up what a smoking bar feels like better than I've ever heard before. Which was what? Which was like when you have your eyes open in a smoking bar, it feels like you're in a pool. Like you're you're putting, a, putting, a chlorinated swimming pool. Opening your eyes underwater. Yes. It yeah. was, it's funny, right? Because like that's just from, you know, years of in, in New York just yeah. not yeah, yeah. having that anymore. Your body's just not trained as much. We were in this bar. Steve, you lit up, and I wanted to commit suicide. <laughs> I was, it was so honestly, physically uncomfortable. It was I mean, fucking, I, I it wasn't was, as glamorous as Humphrey Bogart. No, 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 it was 
pretty gross. I'm a fat guy doing a podcast. <laughs> Steve, <Of> all- <laughs> Steve lights up. Play it again, Sam. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I gotta Play say, it again, Sam. This one wants to buy you flowers. <laughs> so go ahead now. Da, da. Sorry, it I was apologize. cool as hell for one minute. <laughs> Somebody out here playing two princes. <laughs> I told you not to play that. Oh, God. I've been in here for one minute. I feel like I haven't slept for four days. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All right. Of course, also, this is the scene with the famous of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world. She walks into mine. God damn, this screenplay rules. And he's great. I mean, look, yeah, I mean, like, I, I was reading a lot of stuff like, about how corny the dialogue is. And it is, but it, it's it's iconic in its way, the way it's it delivered. You know works. what I mean? It's, it's, it's snappy enough. It's a, it's the right kind of corny. It, it's it's also kind of hard on sleevey. Like, yes. like it's not too guarded or cagey. Yes. Like, he's not I trying mean, to be smart too often. But. Yes, I can see a bunch of film Twitter galaxy geniuses being yeah. super cynical yes. and you know looking at old Hollywood and <laughs> oh man that line. <laughs> per, I mean, per usual, jerk me off forever is my response <laughs> to those things. <laughs> I, they film Twitter would not be good at jerking people off. No, I They're mean kind some of, of them sexless rubes, I think. <laughs> But some, you know? if they're going to know how to do one thing, Eric, it's jerking off because they do it to themselves mm. constantly. That's true. But can they handle my pipe is the question. Pipe. <laughs> Listen, we're, I'm, I'm drinking. We're, we're doing a show. Uh-huh. About first a, time we're this, drinking on the show. <laughs> yes. This is the first time. It's a, it's a movie about a bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just don't. I'm sorry. I think some of those film Twitter creeps are... Uh, I agree with you. Just that. Yeah. They're yeah. creeps. Yeah. You, you don't have to say anything. You know what they should do? They should get a job <laughs> pushing up daisies. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. The flashbacks didn't really play for me last night. I really? Kind of, that right. I, I mean, the, 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 the train scene is excellent. I don't. Yeah. I just feel like. I mean, it's nice to see the two sides of Bogart, to see him in happier days. I just feel like all that information could have been gotten some other way and we would have stayed in the seediness of it. I, maybe I like the claustrophobia of mm. Rick's and Morocco I mean, it, and the it, it, it capability of it. It is like the 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 break. We're super yes. breaking away from a play. Yes, at this that's point true. Day, but, you know, otherwise, if we didn't have those flashbacks, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had like 15 moments of. Here's looking at you, kid. Yes, that's true. We set that up. There's a lot of them in those flashbacks. There's a lot of that. I think it's kind of nice seeing their love too. Plot. Yeah, well, <laughs> but that, that that is where you hear it. Then when he says it, it's yeah. true to Eric's point, when you hear it later, you're like, oh, that's because he said that so long mm-hmm. ago. It, yeah, it so makes it's it better. It, yeah, it's, it's like a little a, more effect. Yes. It's like a double. It's like yeah. him saying it twice because I remembered from the time before. <laughs> uh, I do. I, uh, no, I was saying he he does say it twice in the flashback. Oh, okay. I think yeah, it's yeah. twice in the flashback, but he says it more in the rest the of the film, right? Like, there's like one towards the end. He says it at the end of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. got it. Um, but. What I love about it, though, is they're doing a real, like, we're not telling each other anything about ourselves. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like a weird sort of certified copy situation, almost. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just you know, she starts to say something about her life, and he's like, no, 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 no. We're keeping it anonymous. Yeah. Humphrey yeah. Bogart just looking directly down into the fucking <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. That would be something, dude. But it's, I, I don't know. It's just yes. that, that weird, like, we don't want to know anything about uh, each other. It's just, like, it, it's just about the fuck. Well, no, she's trying to, he's trying to get information on her. And she's like, no, she doesn't want to. She's being cagey because it's she's like, got this all, this right. whole this secret life. Yeah, right. they both have CD pasts, yes. you know, that like, why explore this? The world is ending, which I mean, I could see, you know, 
right now people doing sure. that. That's what's kind of fascinating to me about the scene. Cause you look, there's parts where when it's around the time when he's like, Oh yeah, sounds oh, wow, that heavy artillery is shelling a bunch of people on the countryside about 35 miles away. They're holed up like in an attic, like or a top not an attic, but like a top floor of a building with other people hiding out. It's a real like we're just drinking and fucking cuz the world is ending. Oh, it's sure. so good. I love that when they go downstairs, I guess, to the, there's they say like the uh the inn owner or whatever the fuck is yeah. like He'd rather he'd rather uh, water his garden with the champagne than let the Germans get it. So it's all for free. They between the get a great deal on booze. Oh my god, my <laughs> eyes! Where's my daughter? Oh, this is a wonderful. Put that play that song again, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, make it a little louder. It's not drowning out the screams. <laughs> Ash time goes. <laughs> It's fucking rad, though, dude. It's a real, like, we're getting it done tonight mm -hmm. because the three of them are hanging out, and it's it, Rick, Ailsa, and, and Sam, and they're polishing off a bottle of champagne, and Sam's kind of doing a, after this bottle and the next bottle, <laughs> we only got two bottles left because sure. it's like, well, we it's we got this bottle, and then there's three more, and we're just going through them, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, I mean- Guaranteed, it's a hell of a time, and you are having uh -huh. a rip roaring hangover. Oh my god, champagne hangover like that? It's gonna be <sighs> awful. I don't know. Shit. I don't care how much orange juice you're putting yeah. in there; it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we can't go back to America because uh, I need to stay, you know, within the line of the German invasion in case more free alcohol becomes available. <laughs> it's very important, you see. Yeah, yeah not, booze is so expensive in America. That's oh, why I'm the, here. What's the Desert Fox up to? Okay, North Africa sounds great. <laughs> Get some booze down there. How much free booze they got in North <laughs> Africa? You would think the Germans are bad. Wait till you see the prices on a bottle of scotch in New York City. Trust me, you wouldn't want to invade. That's why I'm staying around here to get the free booze. Look, they're all running out of these shops, escaping for their lives. I'm running into the shops, escaping with their booze. Hold up, Germans. It's already been gentrified. <laughs> No, no, no paintings. Just, just booze, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> she, she does at least drop right here. She's yeah. like, I yeah. had a dude, but he's dead. Which at the time she, she does believe yes. to be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's five reports of his death apparently. So yeah, yeah. and so then like shit's getting hot in Paris. It's like, all right, we got to leave tomorrow. And it's kind of great, you know. And Ingrid Bergman's really excellent in this movie. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and the way she plays it, like she now knows. You know, you you learn later that she finds out that Laszlo's alive again. That's why she's so sort of, you know, devastated. She knows she has to leave Rick. And, you know, he's like, oh, it'll be great. We'll get married. And she's like, oh, man, you're not getting any of my signals. You're not getting anything. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that'd okay. be fantastic. How about even earlier then? How about on the train? No, I, no, no. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. I'm literally crying at the table. <laughs> Sam, you could do it, right? You were a chaplain in the Navy. Yeah. <gasps> what, is, what does she mean by kiss me like it was the last time? Uh, <laughs> I guess nothing. Say no nothing. more. Small ceremony. I get it. You don't want to invite your parents, baby. I get it. Just 60, 70 of our closest friends. <laughs> we'll just go straight to the judge. We'll just oh. see what he says. Oh, kiss me like the last time. Because that's the last time you're going to be single, right? Because you're going to marry me on the train. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. This is the last kiss before the next one after that. <laughs> it's like, and he's just got nothing. And she's like, dude, I know I can't, I can't tell you right now because, you know, of all of my intense emotional stuff going on. But you really should pick this. You should not be quite so surprised on the train. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, I love the pounding rain oh, and Sam so comes up and he's like, 
she left this note for you and she reads it and it's like, you know, my yeah. my dear yeah. Rick, I love you. I got to leave. I can't tell you why. Yada, yada. You're going to get the corpses, Ilsa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, Rick, I'm going to get the corpses. <laughs> Uh, but I love it's there's oh, a, oh my god she just wrote me this letter I, you know ordinarily I would definitely fight her on it but I, this, I can't say she's got to take a shit you know that's <laughs> it. We got no, I got no retort to it wow it's uh, that's the universal relationship breaker right there <laughs> it's a perfect I, excuse baby <laughs> ironclad Sam let's get that train well, she's got to take a shit there's no toilets on the train Sam <laughs> I so. feel like that's a fucking mad magazine parody <laughs> bit where it's him and then they cut in and it's just I have to take a shit <laughs> I never said I was better than mad magazine no yeah. why would you mm-hmm. Let's say and, crazy things like that what are you cracked mm-hmm. and <laughs> and the rain is coming down oh, yeah. and the paper, you know, is sm- the I got to take a shit is is, <laughs> is smudging in the rain. And you're like, I'm glad this is covering up his tears. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and- I love the shot of the train starts moving and Bogart, the most casual, the most fuck off, crumples it up and just tosses it. And I feel like Sam was on the train like, oh, man, that sucks, Rick. You probably never want me to play that time goes by. Right. Never again. Because that's on. Got fucking tired of that song. Yeah, you never want. You'll, you'll never be reminded of her, right? Yeah. So you you hate it, right? You every time I play it from now on is going to bring up painful memories and open huge wounds. I don't have to play it anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, you're a Chopin man now, right? <laughs> classical music or bust <laughs> at the bar as, as they like it. No more Chattanooga choo choo, just <laughs> Chopin and Bach. Uh, and so then, like that's the end of the flashback. It cuts back Bogart way more in the sauce she comes in and this is a real he's like so tell me one thing baby uh any other guys in between me and him or what? Oh, yeah. It's, were you it's married a... or were you married? Yes. Because <laughs> uh, he's like wasted. It's kind of great uh, how wasted he is. She's like, try- this is her being like, I'm going to do the thing. I'm finally going to tell him what's what. She's like, fuck this guy. She leaves. It rules. <laughs> There's also this little thing. I mean, it's it, it comes to a head eventually, but the... Uh, 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 the publisher's visa sweepstakes that yeah. this two couple, this oh, young God, couple yes. that's going on. This is the one thing where I'm just like, I get why it's here, but I don't care. I love it. I love this little bit of deceit. I do. That comes a little bit later. They have the... This is the S- Bulgarians? S- well, no. Well, this is Strasser has told them the night before. Oh, right. Come yes. to the precinct and we're yeah. going to talk things through or whatever. Oh, right. This is where they show up. And um, like uh, uh, Strasser says, all right, Laszlo, like, I will let you two leave Casablanca to go to Portugal to get on the the boat to go to America. You can escape. You can be free, whatever. And he's like, the only thing is you have to give up the name of every resistance leader in every European country where one exists. You know, and he's like, do you know me at all? Yeah, do you really think I'm going to go for that? Uh, yes, we're just going to slip it past him. See, yeah. see if he doesn't notice. Yeah. He says, you know, I, 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 I was stuck in a concentration camp. They tried to give that information. What, 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 what odds do you have doing that here? Yeah. Well, then take him back. 
I'm just, well, I just think it's crazy it's that they never he, nabbed the dude. He walks in and out. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, because he's, he's using the same name. Like, it, it is sort of insane. Like, the Nazis are playing fair. I guess. So one time they, the Nazis played fair. They love rules. Yes. Maybe that's it. And they went to a place with some rules. And they were like, all right, we're going to play this game fair. Maybe it's a sporting thing. Like, this is chest for we Strasser. We don't just shoot down people we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Only a crazy person do that. Laszlo's got a great line though where he's like all right well if you kill me and kill them yeah. thousands will rise up and the resistance will be stronger and he goes even nazis can't kill that fast <laughs> which is awesome uh, i'll yeah. take that to bed <laughs> yeah i do uh there's this great it's a adult line I, I think it's here where he's just like explaining the fate of peter laurie like, oh yeah and he's delighted he's just like you know, I don't know if I want to write down that if he committed suicide or if he was murdered during his escape. I'm yep. not sure. And, <laughs> yep. it's like, oh, and now Jeffrey Epstein, I don't know if I want to write down he committed suicide <laughs> or he was murdered during his escape. <laughs> they just, it would be great if like, oh, this whole like scene is going on. Someone opens a door behind him and it's just full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is where, this is the real fucking gross Louis moment where they're like, so basically, Laszlo and Ilsa are like, get fucked, Nazi. We'll see you later. And they walk out. They don't take the deal. And then some fucking cop comes in and he's like, oh, uh, you know, Captain uh, Renault, another visa problem has come up. And Renault does a, oh, send her in and looks in the mirror yeah. and does a little tie adjust. Yeah. And you're like, dude. Yep. Oh, dude, that sucks. How, he's, oh, man. The amount just it's just ridiculous, <laughs> right? Like the amount of unwilling people. Oh, that yeah, he's probably he's, he's, yeah. and he's a hero in the movie. I mean, like yeah. he's an anti-hero, but it's like no. Nah. It's like you're yeah. supposed to smile when you see him, and I do because it's fucking uh, it's Claude, Claude Rains. Because yeah. it's okay to have complicated, problematic you. characters Thank in you. your movie. Thank you. You're right though, because like, just the idea you just said it. He's in a meeting with a Nazi. The Nazi is like, this is what I want you to do, you son of a bitch. You're like, you know what, Mr. Nazi? I don't think so. Me and my <laughs> wife are leaving. And, yeah. you, and you just leave. Like, I just, that's not yeah. how Nazis work, as I understand it. But that, I mean, like, but you kind of have to imagine there was an audience who was going to see this in 1942 yeah. being. They were a little rude to the Nazis, I thought. <laughs> I thought they were just a little rude to the Nazis That's in that movie. That's true. They were. You know, what, is, what is the fucking the Henry Ford family watching the movie? Yes. Well, they <laughs> treated that Nazi like shit. There were a lot of sympathizers throughout the United States. It's actually, you know, I, I think Briefly, honestly. Briefly, Charles Foster Kane himself. Yeah, I mean, they had a rally at Madison Square Garden. I just feel like the, the concentrated effort of the studios to compliment them on something, I feel like helped the war effort for in a real way because there was no internet or television. Yes. Yeah. I guess there was television, sort of. You paint them as villains and people understand them as villains. Exactly, which uh, maybe we ought to start doing. There's a great, uh, I noticed a funny sign uh, in the in the marketplace. There's a scene where Rick goes to the, the Blue Parrot for some reason here. He's arguing with uh, Ferrari about like cartons of cigarettes that yes. he never got or whatever. It's just, it's more about like Ferrari's like, you know where them fucking exit visas are? And he's like, no, no, I don't. But there's a sign in the marketplace that I was pretty sure translates to lingerie king. Yes. Pretty awesome. <laughs> and this is when she is uh, trying to get us. Uh, uh, it's a fun little 
market gag. She's trying to get a, a blanket. Oh, they, yes. And yep. he's like, oh, it's like $800, 800 francs. And then like Rick comes by, you're getting ripped off. He's like, oh, Frederick Rick's 400, 200, whatever goes down. Yeah. And this is what he's trying to apologize to her. And she's like, get fucked. Like, it is a real, like, I tried last night, dude. You were wasted and I'm not in the mood for it today. Is this where there's the exchange where she's like, I don't want to tell you something. And he goes, you can tell me now I'm reasonably sober. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> I got to start using that one, man. Because they're going to go to Ferrari and trying to get these exit visas. Oh, that's right. And then like Ferrari is just like, sorry, dude. That Rick, of course, it's got to be Rick. Mr. Fucking one year in Morocco. He's got the exit visas. He's got the cool piano player. And I just got fucking, you know, I ordered this pong table. <laughs> it's a ping pong table. I thought that would boost morale here. Been here for seven months. And he got the cherry press on the rum. Can't believe it. Can't fucking believe it. But don't worry. Ferrari and his blue parrot. What do you got? Bunch of really great crudité on every table. <laughs> awesome. Good job, Ferrari. Oh, I guess it's back to the illegal drug trade for me. <laughs> we gotta, what, 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 we, don't tell me we have a ventriloquist act today. Please don't tell me that. I'm going to throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> That's it. I'm I, closing this place down. I'm turning it back into an opium den. It's going you, back to an opium den. You're telling me that the Nazis went to the other club? Well, we're finished. <laughs> well, we're just finished. I took one look around the dining room. There wasn't a single Nazi in sight. <laughs> I'm washed up. All the tastemakers are across the street. <laughs> Poor old Ferrari washed out of Casablanca. What are these handsome young influencers uh, really into? And all Rick's got, America. All I've got is Spaniards. <laughs> I love, uh, we go back, you know, a lot of going back to, to Rick's, sure. of course, because it's a play. Um, but we go back, and I love, we go back via the pickpocket coming yeah. back into the movie and he bumps into Carl. Carl, the German uh, waiter. I great. fucking love this guy. German dude, resistance fighter on the, on the sly. And he bumps into him and it's this great Carl being like, oh, that's the village pickpocket and immediately feeling yeah. for like all his belongings. Yeah. That's such a great gag. He notices someone else got pickpocket, but that's fine because that's life in Casablanca. That's, that's all right. fair game. Yeah. You, got, you got yours and you're okay. You, I mean, they're modeling their actions after their boss, right? Their fearless leader, right, Carl. Yeah. Don't put your neck out. Also, not sticking his neck out. I mean, I guess the fact that he's part of the resistance is a little different. But yeah, in yeah. that, in that, in the day to day interaction, it's like, oh, that guy got robbed. Yeah. That's a bummer. But my wallet's still in my pants. Yeah, Rick taught me this move. What I do is I tape all my money to my body every morning <laughs> to ensure I'm never ripped off. That's right, sweetheart. I got all my francs on my nipples. Just tape them right, right on them. <laughs> some change let me just slap my tit really quickly I'm some com franks to come out yeah. coming up in the world i had to put some money on my thigh the other day yeah, i got <laughs> really marks well. on my dong <laughs> running out of limbs <laughs> uh but around here is where we we have the sequence of rick helping the young bulgarian yeah. couple and i think it's kind of boss man yeah a good, good. crooked gambling table in a movie mm, i'm all it. about it yeah. and it i mean this really does paint louis as the monster because this <laughs> yes. lady is ready to fucking kill herself and she's because, like saying like Rick, is it a big deal? Like, like, like if I love my husband, but if I like fuck this villainous Frenchman to get out of the country, and I just keep to that myself, is that okay? And he's just like, now you got to bet on twenty two, and yeah. then he rigs it all, and it's, they get all of his money. Yeah, I mean, to well, go and buy the papers. It's yeah. a moment where Rick's like, oh god damn it, that son of a bitch Louis Renault's fucking diddling girls for exit visas again. 
Well, guess now I have to lose all my money to help these people or else she's going to get diddled. God damn it. My best friend is trying to have sex with all these girls now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it's pretty shitty. And uh, he says that he's, uh, Louis comes in and says he's a rank sentimentalist uh, yes. for, for doing that. And he's got a blonde coming in there tomorrow night that I hope she loses. <laughs> I read, I think this is right, that this lady is played by Jack Warner's like stepdaughter or something like that. Oh, the young oh. Bulgarian yes. girl? Oh, oh really? Man, oh, yeah. nepotism. <laughs> but it's also, oh, you want to, all right, you want to break in? Here's your big role. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, speaking of Jack Warner, it was an interesting thing unnoticed when the when the Warner Brothers logo comes up at the beginning of the movie. It's like, it is the, the Warner Brothers shield logo, you know, and then it's in inside the logo is... A Jack Warner oh, yeah. production mm. just fucking smeared right across the logo. It's so crazy. And he uh, like uh, outran the guy at the, at the Oscars to there's a, a producer that really produced. I forget the name, the dude, dude's name. And he like Warner just basically like, shoved him out of the way and got in first. Uh, Albie Wallace, yes. He, oh, at he, the ceremony? At the ceremony. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like, and you know, Wallace never forgot, forgave him. And he, Quit shortly thereafter. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. Where's a, where's a Mank esque tale like that? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I think the Warners would be an interesting movie ad- adaptation. Yeah, oh, they yeah. lived in the water tower. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have a, a bunny and a frog that came visited them. And oh, I was thinking of the Animaniacs. Yeah. Excuse oh, me. Yeah. But I no, mix but that's, them up all the that's time. That's how Jack Warner sees the world because he's constantly on drugs or something. <laughs> that's yes. just speaking of opium. Yes. <laughs> my sister, my cat, Dot. i do love uh it's kind of funny like sam really must have been itching to play as time goes by because now the fucking floodgates are open Uh in this scene when they go back out in the main room he's playing it again and if i was a regular at rick's i'd be like God, what is that guy's problem he's playing as time goes by again he played it six times last night Mm -hmm. He's already played it twice since I've been here. I mean, how many times can you do this land is your land, this land is my <laughs> land? I mean, how many do they have in this repertoire? Is I mean, fever hasn't even been made yet, right? <laughs> uh, so Laszlo himself offers Rick 200,000 francs for the papers. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to sell them to you. And he says... Is there a reason you won't sell them to me? And it's a really quick, ask your wife. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, you don't even need to say that because I know what that means. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And ask your wife is that, yeah, we were boning. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, she fucking, she broke my favorite fucking chair. It's like yeah. she broke, broke my favorite fucking chair because we were balling her so hard. She grabbed my pipe, you see. <laughs> Uh, but in this moment is one of the the absolute greatest moments in the movie. It's one of my favorite parts: the dueling national anthems. Mm. Oh yeah, anthem oh, off, <laughs> anthem off. We got an anthem off. It's so great. It, you know, they walk out of the room and the Nazis are doing their thing, singing about the fucking fatherland and whatnot. And then, and, but first of all, it's a real downer. You yeah, know, like, oh, let's yeah. be honest. We're real trying to have a good time well, here. From a certain point of view. <laughs> yes, you know. I suppose. Depends on what side you're on. But in those this moment, four or five guys are loving it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, they, they are having a great time yeah. singing this tune. And then uh, 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 Laszlo is like, oh, yeah, 
watch this shit. And this dude goes down to the band. Because they they have the Nazis have yeah. sort of occupied Sam's piano and they got some dude playing that. <laughs> Sam's piano has been occupied. Yeah, that's that's what fucking, I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. Little flag on. Yeah, they do a, <laughs> two guys are standing by it all the time. <laughs> Swastika sten- stenciled on it. Yeah. You have taken your piano. <laughs> you can no longer play any more of your little ditties. Um, but then yeah, so so we start up with Lama says and. They these Nazis get outsung, dude. Yeah. The whole rest of the bar is like, "Fuck yeah, this is the way better country theme song." It's like uh, also it, known as a national anthem. By the in, way. A, in a lesser movie, someone would get cake thrown on them at this point. Oh yeah, or like the Nazi would fall into a big cake. Like, oh, I'm never coming back here again. Why did fucking Groucho Marx pop out as possibly? <laughs> I think that's now this now I'm rusty on this stuff. Mm. Deutschland über alles was. The anthem, and this is like on the Rhine. I think it's on the Rhine. A little different. Yeah. They, were, they were afraid of playing the uh, the, the former yeah. because there was like some copyright stuff. They didn't want to get sued by all <laughs> yeah. these Nazis. Yeah, that's also why we can't do the Happy Birthday song in movies. <laughs> Those greedy ass sisters. Man, yeah, they're Nazis too. I was gonna say they're probably the same people that own the yeah, copyright. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> they got in early on a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, but this is when the Nazis are so mad they they go up to. Uh, Louis like have this place closed and like I don't care what the reason is. And this is Louis like, you're closed. Like, what the fuck? It's like, I didn't know there was gambling going on here. I'm yeah. shocked, shocked to find gambling in this establishment. God damn. Uh, and here's, here's your winnings. Yes, yes, yes. It's oh my god, it's the fucking great. comedy right there, the timing of that, the execution, the dialogue. This is a great script. I'm yes. sorry. It That's is so awesome. Script. That exchange is actually how I first knew about Casablanca. Because on VHSs, they used to do like 50 years of movies. Yes. Yes. And yeah. the scene they would always show is that. The, oh, yeah, really? That, That's like, funny. That little scene. Because <laughs> it's, you know, what's interesting. I wonder if part of that is because that is like the delivery of such is a really still now like contemporary feeling delivery. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like I'm doing one thing over here and it's very serious. And then like rapidly someone comes up, you know, and, you know, and then the the joke immediately follows. It's a a Simpsons game. You know what I mean? It's like really it's that quick that that, you know, yep, that sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's it's another one of my favorite parts of this movie. Hey, you want to make an eight year old laugh in two seconds flat? Here we go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So now he's like down in the dumps. Ilsa finally. Well, what do we call it there? Laszlo is going to go to a meeting. He explains that he, he can't get the papers. He said, and like Laszlo, I guess like Laszlo kind of knows is the idea because he's just sort of like, he said to ask you, and I guess uh, I won't do that because you did whatever you had to do kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. You thought I was, and it's like, yeah, man, she thought you were dead in a concentration camp yes. or breaking out of one. Mm-hmm. Five different sources confirmed. Laszlo's a cool dude here. He could be a real dick about it. He's sure. A, he says something about a chair and a pipe. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to press too much, but uh, those could be euphemisms. There, <laughs> were you, uh, I'm sorry, I just I need to know. Were you part of an offshore drilling operation? Oh, no. Oh, I get it now. I feel uh, stupid. I shouldn't, even, oh, I, should, okay. I shouldn't have said anything. That was dumb. Forget that. Forget that. Gotta work the pipe. <laughs> um, there is a real, like, why did you even bother move by Strasser around here where he's like, yeah, you know, Ilsa, I can provide safe passage back to occupied France for you and Victor. And she's like, 
what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, how dumb do you think we are? It's not a concentration camp. It's a fun summer camp. Come on. <laughs> I do. Again, I do love the idea of like beating a Nazi outside of state lines. Like, ha ha, you can't touch it. He's like, my not jurisdiction. <laughs> exactly. He's like Buford T. Justice jumping on his hat because he can't get him. I'm like, I just don't think that's how Nazis work. Uh-oh, those resistance boys are at it again to poor Major Strasser. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so they... Rick Instead is- of the General Lee, it's the General de Gaulle. It's the car. <laughs> Yeah, instead of instead of the little banjo hit when the fuck when they fly off the thing, it's like a symphony going off. <laughs> Wagner yes. just starts blaring. Boy, those French boys are really in trouble again, aren't they? There's a moment here, you know, again, points for for Rick being kind of a cool dude here where he's he's weighing a lot of options. And one of the things is like, we're going to have to like because the bar is closed and it's like. Yeah. Well, is it like a de- indefinite closure? What's going on here? And he he asks Carl, like, how long can we stay open? It's these damn COVID <laughs> mandates. No, it's uh, no, it's absolutely not. Uh-huh. I think Carl Carl asks Rick, like, how long can we stay open? Yeah. No, Rick asks Carl, how long yeah. can we stay open without two going to into three business? Weeks. He says like yeah. two weeks. And Rick is like, okay, that's fine. Keep everybody on the payroll. And that's like what a good guy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, Carl's very excited. Mm-hmm. He and his wife are, you know, or no, I always mix this up. Carl has those drinks with that German couple. Yes. Oh, yes. Who are trying to practice English for when they get to America so they can fit in and moment of comedy when it's like, uh, what watch is? Yes. Oh, watch 10. Oh, so much. <laughs> and and Carl, they're also yeah, angling yeah. a threesome. It's their last night oh, in Morocco. Yeah, They've been eyeing Carl for a while. Looking to get some fucking strange with this big <laughs> guy over here. Trying to gum it one last time. <laughs> Look, Leslie, there's a lot of desperate people in Morocco. <laughs> Yeah, Car- Carl keeps his options open. Oh, yeah. He room. strains his time when he sees an old <laughs> oh, couple yeah. walk in. He's like, I'm going to fuck these old people. Oh, yeah. Another mark for Carl. <laughs> Another notch in the old belt for I Carl. Z-Vizy meat and the sandwich. <laughs> um, no, but it's actually, that's interesting because it's another moment of Carl looking out for Carl because he fluent in German, mm-hmm. you know, very much related to these folks, notices the language slip up, doesn't correct it, and is just like, yeah, you'll be fine in America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, you're speaking real Do you good. Think he would have closed it faster if he nagged them right there. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, nice English, moron. Yeah, and then suddenly one of them's working his pipe, the other one's fucking tonguing out the back plumbing. <laughs> Do you know how to fart and yell at people? You'll be fine in America. Don't worry. <laughs> that's all you need to do. That's Pretty why. Much. That's why I left, sweetheart. Uh, he he. Carl goes to the same resistance meeting. Laszlo goes to. Yeah. Ilsa takes this moment to go to Rick for one last plea. This is the you know the, the huge turn scene where she pulls a gun on him. Oh yeah yeah yeah, which is great. She Shit, says, baby, you're making me hot as hot yeah. as a rock. Go oh my god, how'd you remember this? Pushing my buttons real bad. <laughs> Listen, one of us is gonna shoot tonight. It's either me or you. <laughs> Pressure to my temple. And let me take my business. <laughs> <laughs> she starts saying shit like, "Oh, you know, what about the cause you once believed in?" And he's like, "I'm the only cause I believe in." I was like, "Ooh, that's good. That's another good one." And then he's like. 
Yeah, I'm going to die in Casablanca, baby. It's a good spot for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really should just cut to the Richie Aprile, Janice Soprano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the couch. I, can I tell you, that is one of the most stunned I've ever. It's one of the yes. most oh, yeah. I've ever been stunned watching hell television. Just <laughs> hell of a cut. It was just like. <laughs> I didn't know people did stuff like that. Yes. Was it like 16 or whatever? What the fuck? I was like, that's some twisted shit. And thank God I didn't get hard. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always the gamble. Because watching that man, like you could see it, like a wire gets crossed uh-huh. in somebody's yeah. brain. And now it's like, I can't shoot unless you hold well, a gun well, to my head. Thank God Richie Priel is as stable as they come. Real, <laughs> that's real. true. Yeah, he's a real level-headed guy. Uh, and you know she basically finally tells him the whole story and you know and now do they they fuck here I guess is implicated kind of later because when eventually at the airstrip he's talking to Lazo listen see I fucked her last night and that's that that whole the the whole thing there with like him saying shit to Laszlo though is then flipped by Renault who's like did he know you're so full of shit right there in that uh, moment? Okay. And he's like, I don't care, baby. <laughs> yeah, we, it's unclear if they fuck here. All right, let's say that you fucked them, Louie, all right? <laughs> it's a big cut, and then later we're smoking cigarettes talking. We don't know yeah. what might have happened. Because it's a weird it's a weird time jump that I noticed yes. in this in this moment because it's it's like the middle of the night when we're scheming after the, the underground meeting and everything, and then he says something to, to uh, Renault about like, Oh yeah, we'll just make sure something something tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, and then it cuts to the next day, already at night again. Yeah. So it's a weird yeah. passage of time. Something I, I don't know that it's a flub. It's just no, a weird yeah. movement. Yes. Man, they cut out this scene where Ingrid Bergman's picking pubes out of her teeth. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know that was some real Bogart Bush too. Man. Oh my, absolutely. I ain't shaving for nothing and nobody. I mean, we all had Winter Bush back then. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do that. It makes you that. That's a girl stuff. You don't. You let it grow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. here's looking at you, kid. Let's see if you can find Bigfoot in the forest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like the way Rick sort of plots it out to her is like, don't worry about it. We're gonna get like Laszlo to the airport yes. or whatever, and then I'm just gonna make sure he goes, and then we can be happy together. Definitely, don't worry about it, yes. Elsa. And this is when he starts scheming. He tells Renault to come back, and he's. Because, because uh, what you call Lazo gets arrested for like some trumped up charge because like the, the Nazis are like, oh yeah, we could do whatever we want and yes, and you know, Rick's- oh it's 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 a they accuse him of being an accessory to the murder of either the couriers or of Peter yeah. Lorre. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't remember which one. And they're like, oh yeah, we have this trumped up charge, and he's like, uh, Renault. He goes to Renault's like, I got a better idea. What he's got to come here tomorrow to buy the papers. You catch him in the act, bing, bang, boom, you've got him. And if I'm Renault, I'd be like, it doesn't matter. I can charge him with jaywalking and slit his throat. <laughs> you understand what's going on here? You, you, know what, you know what I killed Ugatu for? Jack shit. It's a great uh, Bogart line when when they bust into a wrestling when he goes, uh, seems destiny's taking a hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the pipe. <laughs> All right, everybody, hands on pipes. Here we go. Why does he keep on bringing up pipes? Is somebody a plumber in here? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, you got to call them throbbers. 
<laughs> show a lady your throbber. Yeah, like me and Mary talking throbbers. See, Rick, you just got to go, hey, Elsa, look at my throbber. Not about that pipe. About the throbbers. <laughs> a pipe can't throb. I'll pull down the moon for you, Mary, on the other side of the moon, because the moon's an ass is a throbber. <laughs> oh, my pipe's done it. At your house, it's Ogaru's house. <laughs> Whoa, I'm afraid of heights up here on this massive throbber. <laughs> Got vertigo. There's a, there's a great thing where, like, uh, in, like, fake getting his affairs in order, Rick fake sells the cafe to Ferrari. And it's yeah. a funny, like, uh, wow, do you want it in writing? Or is a ha- or he says, do you want it in writing? Or is a handshake good? And Rick's like, well, time is of the essence, so I guess a handshake will do, fat boy. Yeah. Uh, which is great, because that means he will still have the cafe when this whole scheme goes off. But he does negotiate with him. He's like, by the way, like Sam gets 25% of all the profit. And he's like, I know that to be 10, but fine, 25 it is. And he, he makes him guarantee again that all the staff stays on as part of like the sale deal. Really looking out for these people that work for him. I appreciate it. I, Sam disappears, unfortunately. I kind of want him to... I don't know, like maybe at the end when Strasser gets Strasser's gonna gets it, and then there's the, some other Nazi, and then Sam comes out with piano wire Ooh. and kills him. That'd be kind of <laughs> cool. It, now was this the Simpsons that did a alternate yeah, yeah, yeah. ending there where he that's kills the, that's Hitler? The oh yeah, the oh, critic. The critic. Right. Yeah, 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 great show, the critic. Look it up, children. What is the thing though? Isn't there a Simpsons gag where it's like we changed endings of movies that, for old people? That, 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 that is the critic. That's the critic, yes. Okay. Wait, no, but there was a Mel Gibson episode of The Simpsons oh, that they change uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington where he kills everyone. That's right. Oh, right, right, right. I think right. I but got in, in the critic, it's like they, they're they on the plane oh, and then. It's, it's, Tur- she- it's like, it's not Turner. It's fucking Duke trying yes. to make all the That's movies what it is. happy. That's what it is. Happy That's endings what it is. to every movie. She f- she jumps out of the plane with Sam, and, and he's got playing the piano yeah. while they're parachuting. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, Duke Vision or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so yeah, we we get to the airstrip. It's the final amazing final scene of this movie. Uh, we get out there. Renault thinks he's like got everything covered. Uh oh, the gun is on him. Well, the gun's been on him since before they go to the airport. Yes. They get to the airport. And then it's like he's already called Strasser because he's Renault here is like, oh, yeah, let me call the airstrip. Oh, I think, yeah, Strasser intercepts the communication or something. The I think he just directly calls him, though, oh, really? doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does call him. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. okay, right. he just is like, right. hello, Major Strasser here. And he's like, uh, yes, get the airstrip ready for the plane leaving yes. to Lisbon. Uh, we're going to have uh, Victor Laszlo on it. Definitely. And it's kind of hilarious because Strasser. He doesn't say exactly this, but like he should know that it's Renault. Yeah. When he gets to the fucking airstrip, he's like, "What's the meaning of that phone call?" And it's like, "Dude, get the net." But even <laughs> I don't know English. <laughs> <laughs> even better, you get to see this Nazi in traffic, which I really enjoy. He's like, "Move, move." <laughs> that is pretty great. Uh, they need instead of Laban's room, they should get a Laban's highway. Lord Almighty. There is a great before we leave. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> before we leave for the airstrip, there is another great line where uh, Bogart's like, uh, and remember this guy, I got this gun pointed directly at your heart. Renault says, well, like, coincidentally, that's my least vulnerable spot. Kind of oh, great. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, 
Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, yada, yada, yada. Strasser going for the phone. I mean, this is all great. He's like, what is the meaning? Oh, it's all of you. Okay, better call the rest of my Nazi buds. Yes. <laughs> Step away from that phone. I'll fucking shoot you. I promise I will shoot you. But I mean, that, the, the, maybe not today. I mean, it, it is like played to death in terms of American pop culture. It's it's a great series of, yeah. Yeah. of dialogue that he's giving to her, and she's playing it really well. And it is... It's this. Be- it's like romantic, but it's almost anti-romantic because it's not about like romantic love. It's about you know fucking the world is a piece of shit, and sometimes mm-hmm. you got to fucking put on your big boy pants uh, and not yep. get what you want. Uh, as the hot fuss people would say, the greater good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, that's like it, it's a movie that's like. Fuck all your love shenanigans. Yes. We have to do better for humanity. Exactly. Right here. And that's the last time we ever thought about it. <laughs> yep. Wow, look, I would really like to have sex with you again, but you've got to go where with Laszlo. You've got to go. I would just love to fuck you again, but no, you've got to go with your husband. Don't worry, baby. Maybe in 70 years, some maniac will write a follow-up book and we'll be joined <laughs> together again on a new adventure. That's right. So Sam, Louie, and him. All go to London and then. Oh, the, London, that's what it was. That was like the staging ground for their other exploits in Europe. So Sam dumb. stays in London, though, apparently. So, yeah. so well, dumb. well, once Strasser dies, Sam comes out, sings Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> and then, yeah, this whole speech happens. And yeah. then Renault, I mean, the Renault ending is amazing. I gave I uh, gave away my, the only woman I ever loved for the greater good. But I'm not wearing a piece of cloth over my face. That would be, that'd be crazy. That's infringing my my freedom. That would ruin my life. Get a totally safe vaccine? No, no, sir. A booster? What's that? Yeah, sounds nefarious. Listen here, fella. I already took the polio vaccine last week, and I'm not taking another one. I mean, I did it then, and it was good, and I liked it. And now it's cured. But now I'm not doing it now. Man. Why? I don't know. Because I've got points. <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't care that uh, President Trump, who I love, <laughs> helped uh, be instrumental in uh, making it. I don't care. Major Strasser has been shot. Round <sighs> up the usual suspects. So Fucking good. Great. Just shooting him. And then, of course, like, you could turn a blind eye to anything. Anything. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, the dude gets wasted by Rick and f- drops dead. And then this fucking other, like, Nazi dude, or maybe he's just a unoccupied France, uh, Renault goon comes yeah. around the corner like, hey, thought I heard something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, there's a body here. Yeah, this guy ran into a bullet. Uh, I don't know what happened. Ran right into ran it. Right the damnedest into, thing. I don't know what to do, but you should take care of him. Technically, he killed the bullet. <laughs> Put that dead body on trial for murder of that bullet. That'll happen in America. The bullet was just oh, passing yeah. through and he ran right into it. Fucking nope. maniac. He ran right into my bullet and he killed my little bullet. No, no, no. Make sure he stands up in the witness stand. He's got to be standing up in the witness stand. Get Andrew McCarthy to prop him up. Andrew McCarthy. Oh, we're going to burn. He's got it, got it. Uh, yeah, so then they just, they, they, they talk about the bet that they made and he's like, well, we're going to need that 10,000 francs because, you know, we, we got to travel. And he's like, we? Yeah, I thought I'd go with you. We both need to definitely get out of no, here. No, what we're going to do is a weekend at Bernie's thing. Strasser's got this <laughs> sweet pad back in Berlin, Alexander Plots or whatever. And we're going to take him there and prop him up. Uh-oh, the Fuhrer is coming over for dinner. We better we better make it look good. These All these Hiles are really doing a number on the fishing wire. <laughs> The fear Uh-oh, is dead. his arm ripped right off. 
Rick. Something fishy is going on in this apartment. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'll never figure it out. That's right, man. Fjord, we're serving fish for dinner. <laughs> oh, I love fish. <laughs> Uh, that's the end of the movie, Louie. I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Walking off into the fog. The same fog we met at the beginning of the movie. Fucking great, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, it's just cigarette smoke. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, the boys were smoking in front of the lens again. All right, boys. Light up the spliffs. We got an ending to shoot. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, call it fog. It's fine. <laughs> Hot boxing this airstrip here. Hot boxing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's the end of this uh, this great movie. Uh, we'll go around. Uh, final thoughts and uh, new things learned from this. Your second viewing, Steve. It's just great. I mean, it's 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 kind of a perfect movie. Um, I just think the. I mean, the performances are fantastic. The script is as as advertised. I just love how morally complicated it is, mm-hmm. and how it's. It is. I mean, it is romantic. Like you do feel like, uh, it, it, but romantic love does not exactly conquer all, and that's. I think that's why it's so enduring because it's not. It's not a fairy tale. It it's more realistic. It's like you know right. that, yeah. You just you guys fell in love in the wrong time twice, and it kind of sucks. You know yep. what I mean? And it's it's awesome. Chris Cabin. Yep. I mean, what Steve said, absolutely. And I, I, there is something about. Seeing all this, like all uh, this, is a very, (laughs) a very big uh, time period in uh, the movies. We like we like talking about this time period in the movies quite a lot. Yeah. So like, it's weird to see it so not coded. Like we've you've spent so many years seeing all these codes of what this is what you're supposed to think about these people and these people, but it's not here. It's kind of primordial. Yeah. And that's what makes the drama so beguiling like i i'm engaged with it the whole time because i don't know where it's going at least the first time at least and i mean yeah acting is fantastic great movie yeah for them it's like present day they're riffing on so it's a bit different um yeah obviously uh i think it's a great movie i think the only thing you could really knock it for is like the cultural cultural osmosis like you know a lot of the lines before you end up seeing the movie probably i think even i saw this pretty young but i still knew the lines oh yeah um, that it gets a little playy, but I don't mind it, and I think it it it, it hums along. I, 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 it's hard to fault this movie. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I I've said this before. Like plays adapted into movies are really hard for me to give a shit about. Yeah. This one is not the case. Uh, similarly, with um, another bogey film, uh, Key Largo, which oh, yeah. is another play, and it's another. We're just we're in a hotel in the Florida Keys the whole time. Really great movie. I would say if you have this on home video or can rent it or whatever, most of the Blu-rays now come with the Ebert commentary. And it's only his... He he did a couple of commentaries for things, but this one and the Citizen Kane one are the ones that I remember. But it's like, if you're a big Ebert fan, it's a cool thing to listen to. I was listening to a little bit of it today. And like the dude was just really passionate about this movie. And it was a nice... like hearing Raj yeah. talk about something that he really loved that's kind, awesome. of a, yeah. kind of a thing. So that's, that's sitting on most of the home releases. It's also a movie where I find new things in it all the time. Like just mm. little, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It's also just like little details here and there, which is kind of great. Um, one of which I, I had forgotten about, but I was reminded this time I love Renault at the end. 
it's like, wow, what a what a great adventure. I need a drink. And he starts pouring the Vichy water. Oh, and then yeah, he yeah. notices it's Vichy water and he throws it in the trash. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. detail I forgot about. V- now, is, is that wine from uh, occupied France is the idea? Soda water. Soda water. And they just named it after the, I guess. Vichy water, yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough about uh I don't know the what Vichy. the impetus was for yeah, doing yeah. that, but but it's it's a good moment. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, but yeah, that is Casablanca, ladies and gentlemen, for 1942, directed by the great Michael Curtiz. Check out other movies that he made. Hell yeah, dude, totally underrated director. I think so much so that there's a special on the Blu-ray, also called Michael Curtiz, the greatest director you do not know, uh, or something like that. Uh, his early stuff is actually on streaming now. Uh, HBO Max and Criterion both have a lot of his. Doctor X, uh, the mystery at the Wax Museum, really good early stuff from him. It's weird because I was I read a little Andrew Saris on the way down, who oh, wow. did not <laughs> understand why he was a great. Director. He was like, "Oh, this is the exception to the auteur theory." Oh, weird. It's, well, his weird. fucking theory's bunk anyway. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, but this is just the first of several uh, great WLM conversations we have lined up for the entire month, including. On uh, the Patreon, we will have a We Love Movies on Ridley Scott's Alien coming very, very soon. Yep. We also got an a, an animation damnation on Toy Story. That's coming out this yeah. month. Eric um, Siski, we got some Nexus happening. We have the uh, Star Trek, the next, no, 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 <laughs> Star Trek Generations. There it is. The movie. I, I get so in the TV mode for when we talk about the yeah. Nexus, but every December we break it out and we do a movie. You might've heard we released on the main feed a few months ago, one of our previous ones on the wrath of Khan. So if you like that, you definitely need to get on the Nexus for this banger of a Star Trek generations podcast. Yeah. And uh, over a once in a lifetime, we are going to be talking about an absolutely demented. Piece of, <laughs> God, uh, I forgot about George that. went nonsense called the Mary in-laws. And this, right. That's about like Santa Claus's son is like banging a lady and he's going to get married. And now Santa himself, George went, yes, he's going to inject himself into that scenario. Absolutely. As uh, is Mrs. Claus played by Shelley Long. It's a cheers right. reunion. That's right. And we have a commentary on American movie coming out, a single comedy. This is a great month. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Glee- Give us Glock. 10 bucks yeah. and get everything. We got a Melrose coming out. We've got an, and I think probably either at the end of this month or the early next month, the Boba Fett podcast is going to start up. On that's that's right. right. People have been asking. We re, we we recapped uh, the Mandalorian. Um, all every episode has been recapped on the Patreon feed, and people have been wondering: Are we going to do the Book of Boba Fett? Yes, we are. We'll be doing an episode for all seven episodes of whatever that TV show ends up being. Also, the Gleep Glossary this month of December. Little story about a guy named Obi Wan Kenobi. Wow! Yes, that might be a big boy. Yeah, and if you're you're unfamiliar with the Gleep Glossary, uh, I read stupid old Star Wars canon (laughs) to these guys, and they uh, they say mean things to me. And you say mean things about the characters yeah, in the stories know, too, I but I want them to. They, people like me being a punching bag, so they will love the Gleep Glosses. And here on the main feed, of course, uh, we love Movies Month will continue into next Tuesday. Steve, what's uh, cracking there? Yeah, we started with one of the best movies ever made. Let's keep it going with Sam Raimi's Spider Man. No, it's, yeah. it's not one of the best movies ever made, but the movie fucking rules. Good time. Good time. Be, you'll get a nice reappraisal because I think a lot of the younger people are like that movie's silly, and I'm like. Mm. What the the ought to one really? Yeah, I think that's a lot. Of, I, well, I, really? I mean, it's similar to Casablanca. We greenlit it right after nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, we greenlit it before nine eleven. Yeah, that was the big poster yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, of course, we're doing that because uh, No Way Home, No Way Home, coming out. Uh, so this is this is Sam Raimi doing it right. I, yeah. I yeah. rewatched this in quarantine. Yes. I'm telling you, it still holds up. And of course, the greatest gift of all. Speaking of fucking autofocus, Defoe <laughs> going fucking Defoe crazy. Oh, yes. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Until next week with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.